1: I want to start off by thanking you for letting us be green with you today.
0: Yes.
2: Oh, I'm I'm honored that you guys would uh would would be green, man. It's uh how, <laughs> how does it how does it feel to be geckos? Uh,
1: like, just I feel complete. Yeah. A bucket list item got checked off.
2: I feel yeah. I feel you
3: know lost. Lost. Hey, why do you feel lost? I just feel like I'm just having an experience I've never had before,
2: and it's quite warm. Are you not do you how t- how often do you have new life experiences at this point in your in your life?
3: I guess if we go ultra specific maybe once a week
2: once a week you try something new
3: yeah, like I take a different route to get here okay so you are you
2: <laughs> are you averse to change
3: I think in some ways maybe I think everyone is a little bit, but mm. I'm also not afraid of change. Mm. I think change excites me, I think that's why I'm in the career I am just because It feels like every day is so different and it's so unpredictable. And you don't know if tomorrow you're gonna be bankrupt or have a number one song. Mm -hmm. So yeah,
2: change is good. And so then that like uh, the stress of that, does that keep you going? I think so. Do you still have a lot of, uh, does there a lot of messages in your music? Are you trying to say stuff?
3: I mean, sometimes, but more we're trying to write the song that the artist is trying to write oh okay so So
2: are you like you're a producer writer producer okay cool cool cool. so you write songs for other people yeah we like help them
3: figure out what song they want to write
2: does any part of you wish that you were the like the guy
3: i mean we do have our own artist project too so we definitely uh take that role sometimes but it's not like the weekend walks in and i'm like well i mean anyone would want to be the weekend huh
2: I don't know if being the weekend, would you want to be the weekend?
3: I don't know. I think it'd be cool for about a like a month.
2: I'm sure that we're not keyed into like there's probably a lot of things about being <laughs> the weekend that sucks sure. that we're just not keyed into for sure,
1: Justin. I feel like I just listened to you. you got like therapy geckoed just
3: <laughs> oh no, I felt it, Did I, you felt feel it, for sure. it? I felt yeah. like
1: I felt this mojo. I'm like, and this is why he's called the therapy gecko You're <laughs> yes. just like these like little questions you're just pulling out of him, like, yeah
3: it was like therapy
1: yeah you, you know what's
2: funny is like just in my sort of day-to-day life i'll just be like talking with someone and they'll be like are you're you doing therapy <laughs> yeah, gecko on right? right now <laughs> are you doing the uh, thing like this is just how i talk i'm a little bit yeah. invasive
1: i like naturally. it naturally i like it hi guys welcome back to another episode of two hot takes i'm your host morgan
2: i'm justin and i'm a gecko well i guess we're all geckos <laughs> <laughs> i'm lyle
1: this is lyle otherwise known as the therapy gecko i've been stalking lyle on tiktok for quite some time now it's been it's been a while it's been a while but lyle gets these callers and they're just going through some stuff one girl one one that really sticks with me and it fits the vibe of this show because we do come across it but she found out she was dating her like brother
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah that one was bad but oh wow Lyle gets crazy call-ins and then just you know he likes to talk people through it like you just heard with Justin he he therapies them
2: how uh, maybe this is a, a tangent but how often do you think the people on your show these stories are lying
1: you wonder you do wonder I think a lot of them are true though I really believe like these people, are being pretty honest Mm
3: -hmm. because I know
1: the stuff that's gone down in my family.
3: No, right. I feel like like, if some of these are fake, these people would be script writers. mm -hmm. They would be writing shows and movies because- I mean it's cliché but some of the stuff you truly can't make up like yeah. it
2: just is so bizarre and just I agree. so complex. I yeah. agree. I agree. I get I get a, that question uh, about my callers a lot too like yeah. are they fake and I I'm I'm with you guys I think most of these are real but even if the, here's the, another thing even if they're not real we experience them as real yeah. we mm-hmm. take them as at face value exactly. and so whether you know whether or not they happened it's irrelevant to our discussion of them. True. Exactly.
1: You're going to fit right in here. I'm stoked. They're going to love you. Okay, let's dive in. Okay. Am I the asshole for going off on my husband and his mom for taking slash keeping my used pregnancy test? I, female 27, found out that I was pregnant recently. My husband, male 34, and his family are beyond happy and excited. From what I heard, my husband was married two times before, but couldn't have kids for 10 years. This is obviously a huge deal for his family because his mom will be a first-time grandma with this baby. They threw a celebration dinner for us, and as his mom and I were talking about the baby, she told me about how she has already started, quote, making memories by saving keepsakes of her grandbaby. (laughs) I felt a bit confused and asked if my husband bought something for the baby and then gave it to her. She said no, but he did bring her my used pregnancy test and gave it to her to store as a memory of the news of her grandbaby's existence. I was floored. I looked at my husband like, did, I, did you really do that? And he nodded while smiling. Not going to lie, I felt creeped out, disgusted, and very uncomfortable. After the initial shock, I just went off on both of them, calling what they did creepy and disgusting and highly violating. My husband argued that it was not a huge deal. He just grabbed the test once I got rid of it, put it in a plastic bag, and gifted it to his mom as a keepsake. I told him it made me feel violated and creeped out because the test had my literal pee on it. His mom said something about taking care of the smell, and I lashed out even more and demanded they get rid of it, but they kept arguing, calling me controlling. Brother-in-law asked me to calm down, but I decided to just grab stuff and go home. My husband started arguing about how all of this was just an overreaction and said that I ruined his and his family's joy— how I behaved after finding out about the pregnancy test he said for him and his mom it's all about the baby but I somehow made the whole thing about me and hurt their feelings in the process but that was my literal pee on that test and I just couldn't help flip out even if it ruined their joy for the news did I overreact
2: can I I ask you guys a a macro question that I feel like is is relevant to like Just like what you guys do on here in general. Yeah. Do you guys, how important are intentions in people's actions when when you're judging them?
1: I do take it into consideration. But someone can have the best intentions and still come across like a huge asshole. So I just take it story by story. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I just pretend like my friend is telling me this story that just happened to them and how I would naturally react. Mm. And so it's just kind of like, sometimes it's like, wait, what? You did what? Yeah. Or like, you know, just how you chat with your friend. I don't know. What do you guys think on this one?
1: No way. No way. If you took my pee stick and gave it to your mom, that'd be so weird.
3: So that's where I'm curious. Is Is there the issue here? Is it does it lie within the fact of keeping the the test or the gifting of the test because i don't i bet you there's a good amount of people that keep that thing
1: i 100% i think it's cute if you personally keep the stick you peed on but to give it to your mom
2: yeah this is an invasion yeah. of, of privacy for yeah. sure yeah he should have asked yeah. I, it's that the reason i bring up the intention thing is because you know she was she said her husband was like smiling at her so like in, yeah. his, in his, his mind right. he's like oh i'm doing like a cute gesture she's going to love this and I, and it just didn't occur to him for whatever reason, it didn't pop into his brain, and yeah. it would be weird. No, so you know, is he like? And I, I do wonder, like, how he reacted. And I don't know if it says it in the story, but when she brought up, like, "Hey, I felt violated. Like, I'm I'm letting you know that this was a violation." I do wonder how he reacted to that. If he said, "Oh fuck, I'm sorry, I didn't know, I was trying to be cute, but I fucked up," or if he denied it and he was like, "No, no, 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 I'm I'm still doing the right thing."
1: Yeah, based on kind of how, you know, she says they were, they kind of flipped it on her and said, um, I lashed out even more, demanded they get rid of it, but they just kept arguing, calling me controlling.
2: That's stupid.
1: And then basically kind of like flipping it on her saying it was an overreaction and that she had just ruined his family's joy.
2: It's weird.
3: Yeah. For me, it's not as, this is not as much about what happened. It's about the handling of, of what's happening now. It's the communication between the two, which is the big like relationship flag. Yeah. But beyond that, it's bringing up this, uh, I remember when I first got my positive COVID test, Yeah, I was like, cause I was the guy that never wanted to get it. Kind of the I am legend thing. And then when I have grandkids one day, it's like, <laughs> it's like, Oh, what was your, like, what was, what was COVID like? And I'm like, I never got that, but so I had to cross this bridge when I got a positive test to where I had to realize that would not be the case. And so I I, I completely flipped to this perspective where I wanted to almost take my positive test and frame it. And then when I have those grandkids, they'll be like, oh, what was it like? I'll be like, I survived that shit. Look.
2: Dude, I wonder if like in a museum, is there like a positive test for like the (laughs) plague or something like that? See, That would be kind of sick. No, I see where you're going. So it's like, uh, no think about it, like 100 like years and years and years from now in the future like a positive COVID test like that's like an artifact or right something. like it could be yeah. worth something to hand down yeah. to your kids
1: oh my god well did you see everyone was sharing their grandparents like polio vaccine cards when like uh, when we started coming out with vaccine cards and people were like they're gonna like control us with the vaccine cards sure. and people were like
2: they already did this like my oh. grandpa
1: had a polio vaccine card like we we been there mm. we did this
2: mm. Hmm. Did he also the weird thing about the pregnancy test is how did okay, so she pees on it. Yeah. And then from that moment, how does it wind up into his hands? There must be a weird like
1: He took it out of the trash. Oh,
2: did it say that he took it out of the trash? Yeah. Uh, hmm.
1: He took that little thing out of the trash. Are
3: yeah. we are we super surprised that some guy gave his what's it, his mother in law? Yeah. Gave his mother
2: in law.
1: No, the, his the mom. Per- his, his, mom, his mom the
2: pregnancy test. are we super shocked by this is I'm this that not. shocking one of the tough things about doing this with the stories is that i wish i could ask follow up questions to these people because i want to know i want to dive really deep into what this guy's relationship is like with yeah. his mom yeah that's, that's, i want i wonder if this is the first is this the first conflict involving something with the mother in law or is there a history of because maybe, you know, when he's talking about she's overreacting, maybe her strong reaction, I don't, I don't know what happened before this. That this could have, this could maybe have just been a little thing to her, but maybe there was things beforehand with the mother-in-law, and he's going, she's going, like, you relationship really with your mom is creeping me out. True. I don't like it.
1: I think you're onto something there. And I will say, I think there might be evidence to support that by the fact that he's 34 and has now been married three times.
2: 34? Oh. Married three times. Third time's the charm. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs>
1: I think we're dealing with a little bit of a mama's boy here mm-hmm. who has very unhealthy boundaries with his mother. Sure. And um, I think that might... The math is math in there. And, you know, that's, that's why he did all this. So overall vote on this one. Not the asshole. The top comment with a lot of awards and 48,000 upvotes. I think I see why at 34, you're his third wife, not the asshole. Mm. And so the next one goes, I'm getting incubator vibes, which that,
2: man?
1: basically like, like they're so excited about the baby. Like she just looks at the wife, not as oh, the as mother, not as the mother of my grandchild, not as really my son's wife and partner. You're just the incubator that you're the, the means to the, what's that saying?
2: means to the end
1: yeah that one where it's just she's just an incubator it's yeah. just her way of getting a grandbaby
2: yeah that's weird all I've of his past of wives
1: those other two they were infertile you're just a little little bun oven baker
2: i guess that is what her like primal brain would be thinking
1: yeah next comment blessed to be the fruit
2: blessed to be the fruit what does that mean
1: Handmaid's tale reference
2: I've never seen that. Oh, Same, God. Anyway, it's, is that a book or a movie? Or It is a book game? by
1: Margaret Atwood and has okay. now become a TV show where oddly mm. the main actress is in Scientology, which is kind of like a, huh, that's ironic because it's about a cult that like mm. harvests the, the fertile women mm. and then breeds them to these men. It's oh, a real, wow. real great, great show. Creepy as fuck. Feels really real. Feels like it could happen. Like we're on the brink, but it's just crazy crazy okay up next for us am I the asshole for not allowing my girlfriend to take dangerously hot showers (laughs) (laughs) I've been dating my girlfriend for eight months things have been going so well that when she started a project based in my part of the city she decided to stay at my place temporarily rather than do the daily commute I noticed that when she showers, she has the water so hot that the steam billows from the bathroom when she opens the door. It leaves everything in the bathroom wet. I've been telling her to use the dehumidifier in the bathroom as she showers. She told me that she showers with the window open and turns it on afterwards because the air was too humid for the dehumidifier. I put my foot down and told her it wasn't optional and she ended up breaking the dehumidifier with the steam. I told her that enough was enough and that if there's no dehumidifier when she showers, then she's gonna have to shower at a normal temperature like everyone else does. When she comes out of the bathroom, her skin is red. What she did instead was she started locking herself in the bathroom while the steam dissipated. So I wouldn't catch her turning my bathroom into a fucking sauna. Is it sauna?
3: Sauna. That was a little
2: Minnesota
1: Sauna. Right there. How to finish versus English. This is what I need, guys.
3: So in Finnish, this is said as
2: sauna. Sauna.
1: sauna. Wow. Okay. okay. There we go.
3: I'm still going to say sauna. Yeah, care you're the that only says. person in the entire U.S. that's going to say it that way.
1: But it won't. Hopefully get me yelled at from my Finnish family, which is the most important part turns my bathroom into a fucking sauna Well last week I had enough of it. I took the lock off the bathroom door The toilet is in a separate room So there's still complete privacy when using the toilet by the way Now she can't steam out my entire bathroom without me knowing I knock before entering and make sure it's not too Steamy in the bathroom and that the temperature of the water is normal she hasn't said anything about it, but since I did that, her mood has been low with me. She started spending weekends at her place, and she's slowly been taking her stuff with her. I told her that I didn't do it to be nasty, but the hot showers were damaging my bathroom, and probably her health, too. She just says, okay, and it's fine. Am I the asshole?
2: Hmm. Is, well, he's juggling two different intentions. There's the one where he's saying like, and I'm trying to figure out which one is the more important one to him. Cause there's yeah. the thing of uh, she's damaging my bathroom. but then there's also the thing of uh, she's damaging her health with the damaging her health thing. To what degree? It's like, if you have a partner who is making whatever bad decision for their health, it's like you, you do what you can to, uh, you know, uh, encourage them to make better decisions for yourself, for themselves. But at the end of the day, you only have so much control over other people's lives and choices. Yeah. And you have to accept that. But as far as his bathroom, that's his motherfucking bathroom.
1: I know. You know she's got
2: to respect his 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 bathroom as much as he's got to respect her choices.
1: That's her, that is his security deposit on the line. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the only time this would start to bother me, I guess, is like well, I mean, you got to use waterproof paint in your bathroom. I think that's like pretty clear. Yeah. But besides mold, that, like
1: mold, like if there you was to starting to be
3: black mold, Morgan has this habit of showering in this exact same fashion, but I've never once worried about her health. What is it going to do to you? Nothing. I Just like to go in the hot little. tub at 106. I would turn up higher if I could. Um, This, I don't know what this is going to do to you. Dehydrate you. Make your, I don't know. I'm sure Nothing. the
1: saunas are hotter. Like, like, an actual sauna gets so hot.
3: I just, that's throwing me off the whole sauna Sa- thing, but sauna. Um, I sure it, I no. you're the asshole. Just I
1: gonna will go with it. I will say it is extremely controlling to like take the lock off the bathroom door. And then like, I, like he's the shower police. He's like knocking. And then what's the water temperature at? I can't trust you to shower on your own. Like, it's what's like it he's really? Wrecking? Treating her like it's, a toddler. Yeah,
2: it's well. That's the th- that I, I'm trying to reckon with two things here. Is that you can't control her decisions. Is that what's the thing? Is it your? Is it her health, or is it that she's fucking up your shags? If yeah. it's her health, like like I said, you can only do so much to control other people. But uh, if it's he, he's genuinely concerned about his security deposit, that's what I would want to figure out from this guy. Is what's what's actually bothering you? Yeah. so His bathroom doesn't have a fan.
1: It doesn't sound like it. I
2: hate
3: bathrooms that don't have fans. Why is that even a thing?
1: It is interesting, but some don't have the ducts to hold a fan. But there is ductless fans because we have one at my farmhouse. So I know that that's a thing. So the top comment on this one, you're the asshole. Bathrooms with showers should be able to handle steam. If it can't, that's a facility problem, not your girlfriend's, for now, problem. Seriously, though, get a window fan and let the woman boil herself alive. And so someone else goes, for real, while I've damaged all my bathroom furniture with my petant for boiling myself alive, my bathroom itself is fine. I literally boil three pots of water to put in my tub because my hot water heater doesn't get hot enough. I cut it with cold water until it's cool enough to tolerate, but it's still dangerously hot. It generates a lot of steam with the window open in the winter. High heat and steam help my migraines tremendously, though. And so, someone else is like kind of being a Debbie Downer and goes, causes a lot of mold and mildew cleanup in the long run.
2: I think, look, that's a legitimate position to take. You know, if it does cause a lot of mold and mildew, yeah. I, that's why I, I, I'm sorry I keep coming back to this, but I don't, if this guy is legitimately concerned about his shower uh, gathering mold and mildew, but he's, pro- if I had to make my guess, and I don't like to do this with people because I don't know, I wish I could talk to the guy and get it out of him, but he, he might be more concerned with the control.
1: So we do have some comments that might highlight things for you. Please. Uh, So someone commented, you're the asshole. Absolutely. Are you this controlling in every other aspect of your relationship? Yes. And so OP goes, no, just the aspects that damage my property. Okay. Someone replies, the bathroom getting humid and wet isn't damaging it any more than anything else. That's literally what the room is designed for. As long as you let it air out afterwards, it's fine. Normal wear and tear from years of showers is going to happen regardless, so you can't stop it. And OP goes, oh wow, thank you for that incredible advice. I didn't realize that the drywall coming off the walls in pieces in the last three weeks didn't start because that was the time my ex moved in and started having scalding hot showers with no dehumidifier twice a day. It's because of 10 years of wear and tear that are suddenly becoming apparent now. What would the world do without a little know-it-all like you?
2: Man, everyone on the internet is so angry all the time. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
1: laughs> everyone writing the off. post,
2: commenting on the post.
1: Oh my God. And so the next comment, X, A. Eh? So she did break up with you. Good on her. Boom. Yeah. I mean, you knew that the minute she started taking small batches of her shit.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, so, she, so that's, it ended with him, them breaking up. They're done. Okay. That sounds like it worked out for everyone. Yeah. It does. He and she no longer t- is damaging his uh, bathroom and she can take all the hot showers she wants. Yeah. Sometimes it's a good thing when people, when just relationships don't work out.
1: I know. It's yeah. a blessing in disguise. Why'd you break up?
2: Oh, you know, she's taking two of showers.
1: Very petty reason. Yeah. If like that was it for them, like just the shower thing. But I mean, it does sound like this was like quite the problem, which would lead me to believe that they didn't use the proper paint because... The walls around the shower are currently flaking off in chunks. I've lived here three months before she moved in, and it's only been a problem since she's been here. And then just like, OP commented a shit ton. I care because the plaster in the bathroom is damp and literally peeling off the walls.
2: You know, I respect anyone who like tries to like form a relationship of any kind you know it's hard you have your own like everyone has their own like weird stuff and Mm -hmm. you know when you try to invite someone else into your life and get along with them it's a big attempt i respect you guys for doing it
1: yeah three and a half years
2: that's pretty good it's working out
1: not bad no it's not bad and people i got asked the other day i was like what's your biggest fight i'm like i don't know honestly we haven't had too many just like probably me meltdowns. Like one time I shattered my phone on the street when I was really mm-hmm. drunk and that felt like the world was ending. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a fight though. No, no, no. I That's why I said me, my meltdowns. Yeah. I have meltdowns sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you know, all of these Am I the Asshole posts, they all involve like relationships with other people. Yeah. And it's, you ever go to r slash forever alone?
1: No, but it's on my list now.
2: Wildly. If you ever like are depressed, go to r slash forever alone. You'll feel way better about your life. And it's interesting to go. It's interesting. You go to this subreddit. Yeah. And you're like, "I, I invite other people into my life. I attempt to have relationships with other human beings. Here's the conflict that I'm experiencing as a result of that. And then you go to forever alone and you go, I have isolated myself. I have no confli interactions with other people and therefore no conflict, but I have severe loneliness. Aww. And you go, whatever it you whatever you decide to do, whether you want to be alone or whether you want to be with other people, there's conflict involved.
1: There's no easy way through this thing called life. Yeah. It, it is work. Relationships relationships are fucking work. Communication is hard as shit. Like even my mom, love her to pieces, but she surprised me the other day. She did me a favor. I sent her to a brewery to go get me and Justin beer. Apparently in Minnesota, you can't buy beer on Sundays after 6 p.m. And so she went down there for nothing. And she she went to the store next across the street from this in this little craft district. And she bought, you know, $45 worth of ice cream. Really? And I just didn't know. And so I, I you know, I looked at my credit card and I was like, I go what you bought $45 worth of ice cream like why didn't you tell me and it was a nice gesture but Mm -hmm. I just would have liked the communication and we just you know it just it was a surprise that I wasn't expecting
3: you ever eaten $45 of ice cream in a day no
2: but it sounds like an exhilarating experience
1: (laughs) (laughs) well now we need to try it
2: man you guys you guys should do a forever alone episode it's uh You're
1: gonna come back for it?
2: Yeah, I would love to. Okay. But I will the stories are gonna be they're gonna be way less cute. Oh god. Be, I
1: you know, it's
2: depressing. So
1: I have an episode right now I'm building, it's called Dark.
2: <laughs> okay, what is it?
1: Just dark stories. Like like how, how stories, dark how dark are we talking? Like really, really dark. Mm. Like
2: like heavy dark. Okay.
1: Moving away from am I the asshole, today I fucked up by passing gas while wearing a butt plug, then screaming at my boss. So recently, my partner, 32 male, and I, 27 female, started experimenting with anal play. Nothing too crazy. I purchased some anal training butt plugs that are smaller sizes and meant to help you work up to actually wearing a plug. They come in three sizes and are made of a soft silicone. The idea is to get your muscles used to relaxing enough to let objects inside. I started small, of course, with no issue and moved up to the second size rather recently. I was chatting with my partner and he suggested some kink-adjacent activities, like wearing my plug in public. I was thrilled with the idea and got on board right away. I'm dumb and thought wearing it to work would be a good plan. So yesterday morning, I got all lubed up, slipped in my tier two plug, and finished getting ready for work. Driving to work, I had no issue as the tier two was quite comfortable. Let's just say I got pretty busy at work and completely forgot I was plugged. So about two hours goes by. I'm sitting at my desk and I felt my tummy rumble in that familiar way, so I discreetly tried to pass gas as one does. A small push didn't release the pent-up pressure. No problem. I looked around to see if anyone else was in my office and discovered I was alone. So I figured, why not rip a big one? I learned the lesson that pushing out a big toot while plugged will launch said plug Uh. into your underpants, (laughs) causing you to panic, thinking you just shit your pants. (laughs) Then you'll get up from your desk chair to quickly stumble a little, then fall right as your boss walks in. Then as he rushes to help you up, you'll scream, don't come any closer, trying to spare him from the sight of you thinking you shit your pants when in actuality you just pushed your plug out. Then you'll have to run to the bathroom, mortified, still thinking you shit your pants and screamed at your boss. Only to realize it isn't nearly as bad as you thought and you had a huge overreaction. I definitely was relieved there was no accident, but I couldn't leave the bathroom for 10 minutes out of sheer embarrassment. Needless to say, I will never be wearing a plug in public again. If you're my boss, please know I am so sorry for a very confusing Tuesday morning.
2: I don't understand. Have you guys ever used a butt plug? Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't understand it because of every other orifice, your ear, like when you get sick and your ears get stuffy and your nose gets stuffy, like if someone's covering. Very yeah. unpleasant experience. Yeah. I can't understand what, what pleasure is derived from plugging your ass. I understand, you know, people who like, you know, having things inserted into their asshole and stuff, but like just plugging it.
1: Oh, no. I don't get why you would do that. Yeah. Long-term plug. I'm not sure. I'm a very gassy person as well. So. Okay. I don't but if think it's
2: gassy. Why it just I, doesn't no, I, make sense? No,
1: I haven't used a long term plug. I have this little like bead that vibrates. Okay. It's just a little, little guy. So I like that. I like using that like during sex and like sure. playing with if, stuff. If it
2: vibrates, that makes sense to me. Yeah. But if it's just, it's just a little right. plug, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Maybe the plug pushes on the G- like if it's a guy, you know, the G spots in the prostate. So. I've mm-hmm. just
3: never thought of it in the context of okay, I'm going to get in my car and drive to work and have this all day. You know what I'm saying? It was like a maybe a quick excursion. Yeah. Like oh, I'm going to you know go out to the store and this might be fun, but to sit at work all day.
1: It was too long of a commitment. That I don't understand.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Even like. I- I don't know. I wouldn't want to walk around just like like I guess like if you're in the bedroom like anything but I wouldn't want to just walk around with something in my ass. Just like going throughout my day. No. Yeah. But I, I you know, this is you know, everyone should feel free to do whatever they they want, but I guess this doesn't make sense for me. So this person they farted their butt plug out. Uh-huh. I don't like the idea that I can't uh, go about my natural bodily functions because <laughs> they're my like like if you in the right. same in the same way that, you know, I wouldn't want my nose and my mouth plugged up if I were trying to breathe. I wouldn't yeah. want my ass plugged up if I were trying to fart.
3: Yeah. Right.
1: That's the thing. I think it's it's very inconvenient.
3: So the issue is the fact of how she responded to the boss wanting to care for her.
1: No issues here. I think just well, yeah, that. that's where
3: the problem really is. If there is, is one is like yeah. the reaction to that, which in a in a panic situation when I guess you think you've shat yourself you would tend to react poorly to people. You know, The last thing you want is someone coming up to you and helping you or yeah, whatever. So people act differently out of extreme embarrassment or panic.
2: Does, now I wonder what this uh, woman, does she have a relationship with her boss that is, I don't know what she does for a living or sort of what the work environment is like, but does she potentially have a relationship with her boss where she could just be like, listen, man, I had a butt plug in just now and because <laughs> it looks so like if i if i if i like have employees or whatever and my employee was like i have buffalo again i'm like i don't as long as you get done whatever i hired you
1: to yeah do, i'm, I'm, I'm the same yeah. well yeah
3: but but from knowing what i know of both of you you're very open people yeah there. and again from being on on this show and reading these stories and from the stories you get we talk about a lot there's not a ton out there that really surprises you sure you're not like oh my god what but if but this when guy's you start, a
1: CPA. When
3: you start to yeah. think about other people, <laughs> think of people your parents' age or know, just I, out there. Most people, when you tell them that, wouldn't just be like, oh yeah, you know, you be you. They'd be like, yeah. you're doing
2: what? You, you yeah.
1: like you're fired.
2: I mean, isn't it awesome to like fucking have like a podcast right? and that's like you don't have to give a fuck about anyone, you know, knowing all these shits. shit. So I, I I do I do sometimes lose <laughs> the perspective of yeah. people, you know, as you're saying, my parents' age who right. are not just like hearing people talk about butt plugs and sex and all this crazy shit all the time. So you're you're, you're right to think of it in that perspective.
1: Yeah.
3: So if that were your boss now, and you know that your boss, you know, wouldn't react so openly, what's your strategy here? Get a new job.
1: (laughs) Run. We do have an edit. Okay. OP goes, I did apologize to my boss for screaming at him and made an excuse about tummy issues. He was super chill and brushed it off like it was no big deal. Thank God I didn't have to deal with my plug actually falling out of my pants. That's not something I considered.
2: I, 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 I don't have a lot of experience with butt plugs, so I'm having trouble sort of wrapping my head around the anatomy of the situation. Um,
1: she does give pictures of the ones she purchased.
2: Really?
3: Can we yes? see?
1: Yeah.
2: That looks fucking Huge. We we need like
3: a quarter. We need a quarter next to it. She was only
1: on the size two though. I think it's that's that's that size two looks huge. No, go
3: go to the sizes. There's definitely some dimensions here. Sizes vary from 0.75 to 1.25 inches (laughs) wide. That's wide though. Fuck. The
2: widest is 4.75 inches long. No, that's long. long. Or wide. That's oh, long. Oh, okay, okay. Jesus but Christ. but
1: five inches up up your ass, so that's pretty long.
2: Five. But I was right? I was thinking about the width. One point twenty five inches wide. A lot. Buttholes are tiny, man.
1: That well, and it depends on how tight your anal sphincter is too. Like, some people's don't stretch that far.
2: You know what? This woman, um, you know, she seems like.
1: Are you kind of impressed now?
2: Yeah, I am impressed. And I I think she should get a raise. <laughs> I don't know what she does, but she should get a raise. <laughs>
1: i agree yeah
2: i don't think she fucked up at all i think she took a chance and i think there the her experience in taking a chance was rocky along the way but i think she learned something and i think that uh she will come back stronger
3: oh yeah i don't think there's any negatives here i think at the end of the day falls out it didn't fall out under the floor positive make the perfect stomach excuse to the boss
1: apologize move on here we are yeah
3: it's a very happy ending as far as these stories go, usually.
2: This, this stuff is, t- you know, when people call my show and they talk about relationships, um, uh, it's really hard because I don't, you know, I mean, with these, you can't even talk to them. You're just like sort of reading what they've presented. And it's yeah. like, it's hard to, because when someone's like, oh, I've been married to this person for 10 years and it's like, okay, now you have to sum up. Like, you know, I have to make a decision about your 10-year-long relationship using the, like, paragraph of information yeah. right, you have here. And it's like, who the fuck am I? Even if it's the most horrible paragraph, it's like, who the fuck am I to be like, you know, with their having been 10 years of existing context to ignore that and go, you guys should break up.
1: That's crazy. Do you ever get, like, stuck on the fact you're only talking to one side, too? You're like, what's
2: Yeah, the dude. I, I'm sure you guys have talked about this on here all the other time. Yeah. But like, with these Because with these posts, like, you're reading it from their perspective. mm mm-hmm and you that's the only perspective you really get right but it's hard when you don't when you only get to hear one side
1: yeah cuz you're like how accurate is this side
2: yeah everyone's everyone's writing it to make everyone's writing it with the everyone wants the not an asshole votes
1: yeah that is true Okay, well, let's see on the next one if you think there even needs to be another side. Am I the asshole for laughing at my grandpa after he told me to, quote, cover up my feet? So this one is fairly recent, and he's still mad at me, so I decided to voice this story in hopes of getting corrected if I'm wrong or something. So this morning, my grandparents informed me that some people would be coming over to set up a new bed frame, etc. Since I wasn't needed, I just sat down on the sofa and minded my business. I asked if I should help, but I wasn't needed. For context, I was wearing a normal t-shirt and some leggings, but no socks. This will be important for later. However, during the visit, my grandfather kept furiously pointing upstairs. Apparently, he didn't want to tell me what I needed to do, but expected me to magically know. After looking at everyone wearing masks, I assumed he wanted me to wear one. I was pretty far away from everyone, so I didn't think it was necessary. So, after I got up and put it on, he seemed even more furious. I kept asking him what he wanted me to do, but he refused to speak. After the guy and the girl finished building the new bed frame and left, we sat down and talked a bit about the new bed, what happened, etc. That's when I mentioned being confused at what he wanted me to do, and he promptly told me that it was vulgar for me to display my feet the way I did. Mm. Faced with the absurdity of the situation, I laughed, imagining how the two builders would say, oh my god, look at how hot this girl is because of her feet. My grandmother then joined in laughing with me about my, quote, seductive feet with the power to make any man horny. My grandfather, however, exploded, saying that it was indecent and disrespectful to be at home without socks in front of strange men Mm. he's currently still mad at me for showing off my glorious feet in front of strangers so am i the asshole for laughing at my grandpa for him telling me to cover up my indecent feet
2: i mean this guy he's from a different time he has his own views about fucking all this shit that i don't know if they're going to change before he dies you kind of look at him and you go listen this is how you are this is what you think Whatever you're ridiculous, I'm gonna laugh at you. But I'm not gonna. I, there's no changing. I don't know. What do you do? You think that when you're, however old that guy is, and you have these weird views about, you know, women and their feet and shit. Like, is he ever gonna change?
1: No, I think Grandpa's got a little bit of a foot fetish. So. That's
2: also totally,
1: which totally
3: is, in the
2: cards, right? And which is
3: interesting though, because I feel like. In the last, in maybe our generation or, you know, the next, that's when this stuff is really like, it's, you know, it's in the limelight, which I don't feel like you hear about grandparents talking about fetishes like that. No, I, I think it's more in the, we, we openly talk about it now and almost embrace it. The yeah. Sexual revolution. I just would never expect a grandparent to either kind of reveal that
1: I asked my grandma
3: or be so sensitive to it that you're like those guys who are here in our house are definitely looking at her and that's making me uncomfortable because her feet are exposed
1: but he's probably turned on by her feet so in his head he's like god her feet look good that's why he was so he's
3: compensating with it
1: yeah he was like he was so aroused I think that he couldn't even talk he just kept (sighs) pointing up the stairs like he couldn't even talk. He was so flustered by her feet.
2: Maybe He's, he's probably got like a weird control thing, maybe.
1: I, there's a potential like with He likes to boss
2: around his, his granddaughter and shit.
1: Potential, yeah. It's a yeah.
2: weird thing. I like that his grandma's, the grandma's cool. The grandma gets it. The grandma's yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she, she because he's been telling her to cover up her feet for 70 years.
1: Or he's not attracted to her feet and they just don't do it for him.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Can you imagine? J- Justin's got a friend who's, he's got a big foot fetish.
2: Is your friend buying pictures from your friends? No. No,
1: no. he's I don't, I don't think he's on that level. No. But I have thought about that when I'm at your house without socks. I I have wondered, what does what does he think about my feet? Cuz <laughs> I have been told I have cute feet. I
3: don't <laughs> I mean
1: do you think he I draws a boundary?
3: I think so. He can compartmentalize my I, feet
1: versus feet he likes. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: And I think if it were someone that is like off limits in that sense as like a granddaughter.
1: The feet just don't, of those people doesn't would, do it Even them. if
3: they were the most perfect feet in the world, you, you just- It's you, unnatural. Yeah, you wouldn't. Or it's like,
1: I don't know. This I, grandpa, I'm just surprised
3: that he's like, would even reveal that- Because then it does give that red flag of like, wait, is it because you are the one? Not because these guys are, but like, why even open that door? Yeah. Is this the first time she hasn't had socks
2: on in this house? Yeah, it is. This couldn't possibly have been the first time this has come up. And so why was it this
3: time that was so specific and so different?
1: Maybe she's at a different age. Mm. Like... Uh, may, like for someone that has a foot fetish, you have this idea in your head, okay, that's a kid. I can't look at their feet like you know that's more pedophilia versus foot fetish, so you know you have these age guidelines or whatever, mm. maybe she's crossed over the bridge of like
2: so he so we, he's yeah. like okay she he's, she's a kid, I want to look at her feet, but the fact that she's his granddaughter is not as much of a boundary for him
1: or. It's just the fact that he has a really strong foot fetish and he just doesn't want anyone to see them because he thinks everyone thinks the way he does or something.
3: Hmm. Oh, I got to hear the comments on this one. I'm just <laughs> I like, I I don't know. This is just so crazy.
1: So the top comment with 8,000 upvotes was now you know your grandpa has a foot fetish. Yep. Next one. Haha, for real. That's what I was thinking the whole time. Please only buy your grandpa foot themed items from now on. Um, And so someone goes, we haven't ruled out the option of grandpa being so enamored by Opie's feet that he was overtaken by emotion and couldn't speak. And I will say, I did not read the comments before this one.
2: Right, you did. You were. You did mention that
1: I was. I, I. My mind just goes down rabbit holes. Like I go to very dark places sometimes in my head.
2: Are, do you often make like an assumption about the thing, and and then you see that a bunch of people in the comments oh, were yeah. making the same assumption?
1: Yeah, and it's really satisfying because you're like, I was on. To you're something. right. Yes. I feel like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. So we do have <laughs> some. We have some updates. Update. Why is everyone suggesting my grandfather has a foot fetish? If that's true, I'll start wearing socks forever. Oh my god. Update 2. All caps. Why are so many suggestions of you telling me to make an OnlyFans account for my feet pics? Oh my god. Update 3. Out of sheer curiosity, should I open up my OnlyFans account? Last update. So I have decided against doing one since I don't really know many ways around cybersecurity and everything, but to answer a few general questions. One, my entire family is from Germany and we have a pretty lax view on how to dress, mostly just dressing appropriately. Two, my family isn't religious, with me being atheist and my grandma being agnostic, for example. Three, yes, my dad has that fetish. I stumbled upon his Instagram. (laughs) I stumbled upon his Instagram and he was pretty open about it.
2: Huh. He was open about it. What the fuck does that mean? He was open about it on Instagram.
1: What's he posting? What is
2: he posting?
1: What's he posting? I have more questions now than I did before the updates.
2: I feel bad for this girl that she posts this story and then a bunch of people are telling her like, yeah, your grandfather is attracted to you. Yeah. Have Have you ever had this inclination at all?
3: Have you ever f- seen feet and thought, oh, that's hot? No. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. Like... We can all say yes. There's definitely better-looking feet and then like gross feet. Like anyone can make that assu- like that determination. Like welcome yeah. feet yeah, but versus I don't, not.
2: But I, I don't make that. Ju- I don't make that judgment sexually. I'm just right. like I make right. that judgment aesthetically. Exactly. Yeah. And so I I don't. I've never. And I know.
1: Can we phone a friend?
3: And I'm well. I'm not saying it's just. <laughs> <didn't do that. laughs> I just. I've, I've never
1: had, But I think we need to call Jake and ask him.
2: Oh, uh, is he a foot fetish guy? Yeah, oh.
1: he would be very open about it. We should ask, like, what about the feet? Does it?
2: I honestly don't know if he would. You don't think so? No, I. Any time, but that you know that question in relation to anything. What about the feet? Does it? Like, is it? Yeah, uh, is it even an explainable?
1: Well, I'm sure, like, like it any is.
2: sexual attraction or fetish or anything.
3: Like, I
1: feel like you could. I'm
2: sure.
3: I'm sure it definitely is, and I'm not like. I know there's a bunch of fetishes for all sorts of things, but I was just curious because I've never, ever felt that way. I've never so, associated it that way.
1: Well, you like boobs though. So like, what about like, who how doesn't it, like boobs? Some people don't like boobs.
2: Everybody loves boobs. Do you like boobs? I, I do like boobs, but yeah. I don't think everybody <laughs>
1: likes boobs. Oh. <laughs> 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 so like explaining like what, like boobs are just like little pockets of fat with nipples on the end. Like what does it for you about Boobs.
3: I guess. I guess you wouldn't be able to explain it.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's, that's
3: why. I guess it's so, just yeah. like a thing. It do you guys, do you guys have, have any uh, fetishes? Not anything exciting. No, I wish I could answer that with like, yeah, I love to
2: something, <laughs> but I.
1: Do you want to share yours? It's pretty. It's pretty PG. Me? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he's like, oh, I, you're like, you didn't know that whatever the thing is was a fetish.
1: No, yours, the one you have with the the things.
2: Oh, well, sometimes
3: like you know in the like in the sense <laughs> of lingerie, you know when you have like tall socks or tall lingerie sure. that comes like up, garters, that's what they're called. Yeah, them. like I can think that's attractive, but it's not like a I don't know if that's a fetish. It's not like, "Oh my god, I'm going to look at that and like I'm like like it's game time." It's just mm-hmm. it's it's not like a I feel like sometimes fetishes are kind of um Taboo. Well, like that ne- wouldn't necessarily make the experience that much more intense for me than not. Uh, Whereas like, I think with certain fetishes, it's like, oh, like I need it to be this certain way. Yeah. And this person we're speaking of would not date someone mm-hmm. and therefore never marry someone that doesn't have in their eyes great Perfect feat.
1: It is like one of the first things he will determine about a girl. Like he's potentially going to even go on a date with or like be serious or like, you know, hook up with.
2: It's good to have well defined standards for what you look for in life. Yeah. For sure.
1: I don't have any that I like that come to mind. I need to like go through a list of fetishes and maybe one that like I didn't know I like is on there. But
3: yeah, we're pretty boring.
1: We're pretty vanilla these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're
3: getting to that like, you know, that. You missionary know, married life kind
1: of
3: you know just the, uh, just kind of going through the motions
1: did you think when i asked you <laughs> to come on this show you're gonna just hear about
2: no i'm <laughs> pleasantly surprised i don't know if it's a thing with like podcast but i think that like uh, people who have podcasts maybe they're just more open about talking about Stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, since I quit my job, I've definitely become more open. Because I, I was scared. I was so scared when I was still working as an OT that the people at the hospital were going to find my stuff.
2: It's the most freeing. Like when I hear people be like, "Oh, I'm like gonna like get become a lawyer. I can't like talk about stuff." Or like I'm afraid about like what I post on Facebook and how it to me. I'm like, God, what a horrible way to live your life.
1: It is so strange just being able to like. Just put whatever out there.
2: It's amazing. It's the best thing ever. It's crazy. To not be like, oh, my, I'm not going to get into college if they know that I like anal or something like that. (laughs) It's it's such a bad way of living.
1: I do just want to share, before we move on from the foot one, have you ever seen, like, so, sex toys-wise, there's, like, pocket pussies or fleshlights. Sure. Have you ever seen the ones that they make in the shapes of feet?
2: Like that, you could like fuck a foot. Mm-hmm. Are you about to show it to me? Yep. I'd love to see wait,
3: it. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Can I just describe
1: this? So, describe it first, and then I'll show. Is
3: there a reason you're bringing this up?
1: I just think it pertains to the story of like foot fetishes. I oh, don't and-
3: know. Okay. So, <laughs> one time, this guy we've been talking about the whole time okay. had a birthday coming up. Anyway, he once had this birthday coming up, and, uh, me and my music partner, the guy I've been talking about the whole time, uh, he wasn't a roommate with us at the time in New York. And we came up with this idea and we're like, Jake, we got you the best. Well, I just said it again, but we got you the best, best birthday present. <laughs> and we said, her name <laughs> is Beth. And Beth is gonna have a great time with you on your birthday. So the whole time he thought we had like found like this girl or something that feed them on his birthday. And we actually got this sex toy and it's like a pocket pussy, but it's two. It's like, it starts maybe from uh, a few inches above the ankle down and like then into like these rubber, I mean, you know, silicone feet and they're kind of attached up by the toes and then in the heels and then in each like leg section, I guess, is like holes like a regular pocket pussy but then they're literally just like feet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's that. So on his birthday, we
2: unveiled. That's not. Beth. For, that's not for somebody with a foot fetish. That's for somebody who likes to kill people, chop them up, <laughs> and have sex with. That's exactly their disembodied
3: it. That's what was in our apartment. That's what, what we named Beth. I'm sorry about any Beths out there, but we just came up with the most random name to try and trick him. But yeah, that lived in our apartment. <laughs> I like
2: how one is a. F- vagina and yeah. one is an asshole.
1: There, this one, this one, this next one that was like scary, oh, yeah, like no. realistic. Yeah, it's it for somebody
2: like... who likes to fuck dead bodies,
1: like <laughs> that. Look at the pedicure on that foot.
2: Do you um? Do you know? What happened to this uh Beth? Where 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 is she now? <laughs> Where's well, Beth now?
3: Beth definitely made the migration to L.A. She's and, here, and okay, we so were, she was not immediately um, thrown away.
1: I've seen it in person. I have. I did know about this. You I did at the it. old
3: house, though. Yeah. We have since, we're in our second house in LA now.
1: I was scared shitless. It was in Justin's closet. And this was like, we had only been dating for not very long. Like, this was moving out during COVID of June 2020, July 2020, somewhere around there. And we started officially dating in December of 2019. I like to say January 1st, 2020. Makes it easy in my head. But, right?
3: definitely not the first January 1st not January 1st yeah but anyway I don't know
1: I'm bad at math so I like to keep things easy I was cleaning out his closet to help him pack and I found this bag with this foot in it
3: no it was like in a sweater
1: it was in a bag it was in like a pillowcase or something
2: he wrapped it up in the sweater it's definitely not something you want to put on display no
1: no and so I was scared shitless that it was his and I put it in his room when we got back I was like do you do you want to tell me something i'm so
2: glad you asked me though
3: Because like, otherwise well,
1: that was and you and you
2: went straight to to reddit for relationship advice i found this yeah is, right
1: i was surprised i didn't go to reddit but i was scared i was like what is this and it's beth it's jicks. he put it in my room when his mom came to visit
2: this brought something up do you uh, do you guys ever like you do you ever even like before the podcast when you started you ever post on any of this stuff? Yeah. Would you post? I didn't.
1: I posted after. Not so much relationship advice. I um. I turned to Coin Reddit.
2: Coin Reddit.
1: Yeah, there's like a coin collector club and stuff. Oh, okay. And like okay. so, you post
2: on like okay, but not like dishing out like your personal life to the internet strangers. Most uploaded. Um,
1: I have some comments that have really made it up there. Nice. Trying to find someone to make a custom shirt. I had an idea for a shirt that I, I don't know how to sew, but I want it made. Mm -hmm. And then um, weird noise on 2021 Audi A4. The car, the car was making weird noise. How many
2: votes did that have?
1: Um, My car? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Only four comments. It didn't, it didn't go far on the Audi sub subreddit. You want to
3: know what it was? Yeah. It was like a screwdriver just bouncing around in the trunk. A whole (laughs) ass screwdriver? (laughs) Yeah. Damn. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Have you ever posted? Personal stuff?
2: Yeah, I went. uh, Most of my stuff is gecko stuff.
1: Okay,
2: okay. Actually, I have. uh, I think I have forty five years of gold or something like that.
1: Oh my god!
2: It's from uh, all the all the give now Reddit gold, not redeemable for anything of actual monetary value.
1: Which is so sad, isn't it? You worked so hard for that.
2: You know, it's I, I can sleep well at night knowing that my children. We'll have Reddit
1: goals. (laughs) Yes.
2: Generational wealth. Generational wealth. Exactly. That's (laughs) what we're building over here.
0: I like it.
1: So people don't like when I talk about poop, but poop story. So if it's not your vibe, skip. (laughs) I, 26 female, am anxious about moving in with my boyfriend, 29 male, because I take some really gnarly poops. Yes, you read that correctly. My boyfriend is an amazing guy that I've been seeing for over a year, and I'm really excited that he invited me to move in with him when my current lease is up at the end of April. The only problem is that I'm afraid he is going to regret his decision once he realizes that the lovely young woman he's welcomed into his one-bathroom condo takes poops that could put a truck driver to shame. Really, I wish I was joking, but I'm not. My poops are much more fragrant than the average person's. I've seen doctors, and fortunately, there's no medical issues that I can blame it on. It just seems that the combination of my diet— heavy in cruciferous veggies, spices, and cheese, my healthy appetite, I'm only 5'3", but I can out-eat my boyfriend and most guys I know, and the fact that I rarely go more than once every other day, no matter how much fiber I try to consume, makes for some really, truly grotesque number twos. You do not want to go in there for a solid 30 minutes after I've been pooping, and no amount of Febreze is going to save you. Even courtesy flushes, are mostly ineffective. Until now, I've successfully avoided introducing this delightful ability of mine to my current boyfriend or past boyfriends. It was just a matter of holding it in for a few hours or making an excuse to run down to the hotel lobby or out to Starbucks. But I know I'm not going to be able to do that every time. And besides, even if I tried, the local Starbucks would probably blacklist me once the employees realized the same lady was defiling their bathroom every other day. My current roommate is my best friend since college, so she's used to my horrific bathroom smells. I'll let her know when I'm about to drop bombs so she can use the bathroom first and she knows well to stay away afterward. That system works well for us, but I'm not sure how to broach the concept with my boyfriend who surely has no idea that his girlfriend is capable of olfactory war crimes. So help me out here, Redditors. If you're a toxic pooper or in a relationship with one, how did things work out when you started sharing a bathroom? Do I try to discuss this with him ahead of time so he knows what he's getting into or just let him experience the shock and awe the first time he enters after me and take it from there? Please help.
2: I want to hear you guys first. Well,
3: so I, in New York, I lived in a very small apartment and I, you know, had a roommate. And so we found ways to deal with this quite effectively. Okay. And so I get Febreze, you know, eventually it just starts to smell like a Febreze slash shit kind of smell combo.
1: Yeah, it doesn't Um, smell good.
3: And we used to take, there used to be a lighter sitting in the bathroom. And if you light a little piece of toilet paper and let that thing go for a minute and then right in the water.
1: Covers instantly.
3: Like you're pretty good. I mean, there's that. But also there was this one time that I was taking too long in the bathroom and Jake really had to go. So he sat over the edge of the couch, put a Trader Joe's bag on the floor and just went for it. And that lit up the apartment like nothing I've ever smelled. So if she's in that boat, then yeah, it's rather hard to cover it up because he did take the bottle, the can of Febreze and ran around holding the button down for about a minute and a half We both had to go to the park by our house for about an hour because we we were choking because the the breeze was literally like giving us cancer. Oh my God. So yeah, I I, I think there's ways to do it. But if it's that bad, I mean, the water does a lot. So like,
2: I don't know what's happening, but... (laughs) Get some poopery or something on the front end. I don't. I don't see why she needs to cover it up. I think if you're, are they married? let's say
1: they've been together a year and a half?
2: A year and a half. They're getting. They're moving in together. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, this is a good litmus test. Yeah. Can he uh, love her for everything she is, including her massive poops? I would and agree. I think that this person, she deserves somebody. If she's gonna, because when you get married to someone or you move in with them, like it's a very heavy life decision, and you deserve somebody who is um, down for all of you, even the unsavory parts, including your poops. Yeah. You know? I, if I were moving in, I'd take horrible nasty diarrhea poops.
1: Too bad you didn't meet her.
2: Well, you know, if I were moving in with somebody, I would want them to be okay with that, and maybe she has a weird, because there's like a, it's a, a girl thing, it's different, but yeah. I think that's irrelevant, you know? If you're Moving in with somebody, you need to be prepared to see them as a true human being, and a true human being is somebody who uh, takes violent shits and gets emotional and uh, excretes various fluids from their body and all the different <laughs> orifices, and and that's who he get he gets he gets <clears throat> to smell her poops because he loves her so much as, yeah. as exactly what she is, you know. If 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 he is the true Uh, a person for her so that's fine and I I,
3: let's say he fully understands it gets to experience it multiple times at some point though wouldn't you just like out of the courtesy for both of you want to find a way to not have to have that experience all the time like sure Mm -hmm. you understand it you're not going to leave her over it you get you you get it but it sounds
1: like she's kind of exhausted everything though I mean she went to a doctor over these poops
2: that's true did she's she say what the doctor said?
1: Perfectly healthy. She's she's good. She said, fortunately, there's no medical issue that I can blame it on. Mm. So I, I feel like my poops really, really smell. What's interesting about that paper trick works like a charm. I will light um, Q-tips on fire as well. Mm. I have a nice little jar in my bathroom full of Q-tips. Mm. And you just take the lighter and just pop one of those Q-tips and just But wave then I'm it still banned. Yeah. So I'm very open with Justin where I I will shut the door and I will say, you cannot go in there for, just don't go in there. Mm. Do not go in there. Because mine are stinky as well. I feel like no, does anyone's shit smell good? good, Yeah, right? no? (laughs) No. So it's just, you know, I want to know how much worse hers are than mine, but I feel like everyone stinks. So you just get over it.
2: I wonder what her boyfriend's poops are like because he might yeah. be right. He might be on his computer right now writing a similar Reddit post.
1: Yeah, and then they
2: just have no idea that each other's poops smell that bad. It's weird though that they've been together. I mean, a year and a half. They must have spent a, a, a night or two together. I there's no way that she has not been pooping in a bathroom. At the same in in a house that her boyfriend is also inhabiting, so I'm surprised that they've been together for that long. They're going to move in, and this has never come up.
1: You can avoid it. I used to like go to the grocery <laughs> store down the street, or like she said, she goes to Starbucks. Really? Yeah, she shouldn't
2: have. She shouldn't have to live that way. She shouldn't have to go to
1: Starbucks. <laughs> I um, I don't like that. When we were in Copenhagen, oh yeah, I would like send Justin down to the lobby, and then we would like go out for the day to explore. I'd be like, mm-hmm. can you go down the lobby? Because I was so constipated there too. I didn't poop in Copenhagen mm-hmm. for like six days or like that second half of the trip i had like four lattes in one day just trying to encourage my sphincter to work and nothing nothing would sphincter.
2: happen you know how you kind of like people like the smell of their own farts a little bit yeah i feel like if you're in a relationship with someone <laughs> like eventually you're trying to get there can i ask you for some uh relationship advice real quick yeah sure
3: so we are i mean we're solidly at uh, three and a half years over here. Yeah. And cool. uh, Morgan has this, uh, this fear. And so she has currently to this moment has still not farted in front of me. But really? you're lying. And You've
1: heard it in my sleep for sure.
3: That's different. We're talking about consciousness. So you admit it.
1: You
2: have. And so
3: basically she has this fear oh, God. and she will, I guess, hold it in until she is literally in pain And then like, if I, if I'm leaving and I forget my keys, I'll come back. She's like, don't come in here because it's all now coming out because I've left.
2: By the end of this podcast, I want a Morgan (laughs) fart in that chair right there. Uh, Now's the time.
1: I can't do it yet. I don't know. You, you hear it in my sleep, but I literally, me and Lauren were talking about this the other day. And I will be like mid dream and I will jump scare myself awake with a fart. Like I'll be just deep in a sleep and then I'll wake up. I'm like, I hope I didn't hear that. And then I like, can't really fall back asleep because I'm so scared. Even in the bathroom, like, you know, when you sit down and for girls, like even if you're just going to pee or if you're a guy and you sure. sit and pee, which you should, um, you kind of toot a little as you're peeing. Yeah. You just, you relax and yeah. toots happen. Well, when I'm in public bathrooms, I have like, a, I'll make a big wad of toilet paper and just put it back there. So I don't, no one hears my, my pee farts. What does that do? It just like the air softly escapes.
2: You know, I know you said that your viewers, they, they're uh, so they're polarized when it comes to poop calls. <laughs> yeah. But we're really discussing an essential part of life. <laughs> yes. right now, and I think it's important. How, Seriously. Long,
1: how long do we spend on toilets?
2: Do I don't think? know. Well, they, I'm sure there's very uh, there's data statistician people who are tracking that and also going, how did I get this job?
3: My average has gone down significantly because I used to have stomach issues, but I have oh, you since spent... figured them out.
2: Is there an app for that that like, tracks the amount of time you spend on the toilet? Uh, it's called TikTok. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so to figure out how much time we spend pooping throughout our lives on average, there's a simple equation. One poop per day at 12 minutes each would be 4,380 minutes per year or 73 hours per year
2: only so i feel like it's it got maybe for me it's definitely more than 73
3: hours uh, justin
1: year. used to go in the bathroom and spend like 30 minutes there at minimum there was no,
3: some- no 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 no. but i used to have my legs fall asleep for sure and then i'd stand up and there would be like you're trying to walk but you can't walk you almost fall over yeah yeah this statistic
2: was before tiktok for sure yeah <laughs> yes
1: we do have an update
2: oh from her yeah please let's hear it
1: So if you didn't catch my original post a while back, here it is. In short, I've been worried about moving into my boyfriend's one bedroom because I take horrifically stinky poops and I didn't know how to introduce him to that part of me. Let me start off by saying I really appreciate all the feedback. I'm sorry that I wasn't able to respond to individual comments or provide this update earlier, but I wanted to get back to you all even if it's late. In case anyone out there was wondering whether our relationship was strong enough to withstand my face Melting poo stink. After all, in all the advice, I decided that I just had to put it out there rather than whistling past the sewage plant, so to speak, by trying to cover it up. There were a few suggestions for stink minimization that I haven't tried before and still may, but most of those roads I've been down before. Poopery, it's only effective if your poop ends up fully submerged below the water, which mine usually doesn't. Matches? I've had one thought... That was a clever solution until my roommate at the time asked me why it smelled like I was lighting my poop on fire. While I'm happy to do anything I can to put a dent in the stink, completely eliminating it is off the table. Anyways, about a week or so after my first post, I stayed the night at his place. The next morning, we made the usual coffee run, and it wasn't long before I felt a number two brewing. That's normally when I'd make some excuse to get back to my place, but I decided that it was a good time... As any to cross the thin brown line.
2: Can I just, I want... No, I'll say it afterwards. Are you sure? The way that this woman writes so eloquently in so many different ways about yeah. her poops. She's not like directly editing the song, but she has like pride in these shits. She's like... She's like making it sound like she's ashamed of it. But the the, the subtext, mm-hmm. she loves that her poops smell bad. Yeah,
1: I think you she's... You can really in- tell. I think she's into it. <laughs> I told him Hey I need to use the bathroom And And honestly If you have to go You probably want to do it Before me He gave me a quizzical look And said Nah I'm okay So I went in there And proceeded with Taking care of business I'll spare y'all The gory details But the result Was characteristically Catastrophic Turning
2: (laughs) on All these different Poetic ways Of describing (laughs) Gory Catastrophic Face melting
1: (laughs) Turning on the fan and prying open the tiny slit of the window was about as effective as combating the stench as your proverbial pinky finger over the end of a fire hose. I exited, fan still on, window still open, door shut behind me, and braced myself for some awkwardness. Feeling better, he asked? Oh, yeah, much better. I responded, wondering whether I should allude to the fact that his bathroom was now Chernobyl circa April 1986. <laughs> I decided not to. Just having gone at his place was enough progress for one day, right? Unfortunately, he didn't let me off the hook that easy. No more than five minutes after I had finished, he gets up and heads over to the bathroom. Um, You probably don't want to go in there right now, I said with a mix of annoyance and palpable distress. He stopped and turned. Huh? I had to poop. That's why I offered to let you go before me. He shrugged. Well, I didn't have to go then. It's fine. I know that girls poop too. He started back towards the door, and I got that feeling you get when you're watching a horror movie and the secondary character decides to take cover from a thunderstorm in the abandoned barn just down the road from the hospital for the criminally insane. He opened the door and began to enter, but then stopped cold and groaned, as if in physical pain. "'Oh, babe, babe!' he cried, turning around and pulling the door shut again, his face contorted into a grotesque mask of disgust. "'That's bad!' I jumped off, off the couch, fighting off tears and nervous laughter, and shrieked, "'I know, that's why I tried to warn you!' He smiled sheepishly and said, well now I learned my lesson, sensing my anguish he came over and gave me a hug and then he hit me with the Inkerman quote, I'm not even mad, that's amazing. That got us both laughing and gradually it dawned on me that I had cleared the hurdle and things were going to be okay. I told him about how this was something I'd been anxious about and even showed him my original post. He thought the post was hilarious and assured me that he was still 100% on board with our relationship and us living together even if it means keeping a pair of nose plugs handy. I'm happy to say I'll be moving in next weekend, just as originally planned. So thanks, Reddit, for giving me the confidence to get through this. Then
2: There you have it. See, that was beautiful because he did, it didn't end with him being like, I don't mind. It's fine. It's no big deal. It ended with him going, that's amazing. Right. Yeah. He actively was impressed, which yeah. is what she wanted because she's not, She again, she's not letting it on. She's letting on with subtext, but she is so impressed with how her farts create Chernobyl and melt yeah. faces and all that. And so she needed somebody who was as impressed with her shits as she was. So yeah. I'm glad yeah. that that's how it ended.
1: She's a poop poet.
2: She really is a poop poet. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just beautiful writing.
2: Do you think she wrote that on the toilet?
1: I wonder. There's a good chance. Yeah, solid. Cause it sounds like it was it was written in a very fresh memory.
2: Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah.
1: Mm. The top comment on the update, you ain't using socks or the poop knife, so you have nothing to worry about.
2: That is true. Can we, real quick, the poop knife. What's, yeah. the, what's the short and simple of it?
1: Um, so it was a story. It was like, today I fucked up by learning not every family has a poop knife. Uh. And this guy went over to his buddy's house, took a massive shit that covered the, the whole hole of the toilet, like a bridge. No matter how many times he flushed, won't go down. So he goes out and asks his buddy, hey, do you have a poop knife? And so it turns out his family had this knife. They hung up in their laundry room and the whole family used it to cut their big poops. It's genetic. Yeah.
2: Have you guys ever done that? Like cut one of your poops?
1: No, but I do want to try it now.
2: With that knife?
1: No, I think I need to order a A second one. fresh one. one. I've
3: used
2: the one right there on the desk. Get out of here. No. I
1: was was literally about to get up and throw it away. (laughs) (laughs) Moving away from poop.
2: Okay. Okay, let's do it.
1: Last one for you. Please. Am I the asshole for yelling at my wife in front of my family for putting salt in my mom's birthday cake? So my wife, 24, is the main cook in the apartment. She cooks whenever we have guests over, and for ages, my mom has been complaining about my wife not adding enough salt in her meals. My wife would take it personally and start a fight over this small comment my mom makes. Anyways, My wife and I hosted dinner weeks ago, and mom made the same comment about my wife not using enough salt, even though my wife swore she did and said she was careful with salt, but my mom still insisted the food was tasteless. Now, the family were divided on this, so we couldn't really decide if my wife really did use enough salt. My wife started crying after they left, saying my mom was being deliberate with this salt remark to make her look like a bad cook but I told her it's not true and she needed to let it go and she did. Hours later, she forgot about it completely. For my mom's birthday, my wife offered to make the birthday cake, saying she found a really great recipe on a cooking blog. Mom wasn't excited for the idea, but I told my wife to do it thinking it would be a nice gesture to help them get past their conflict. We went to my mom's house and brought the cake. During the party, My wife insisted my mom be the first to taste the cake. Mom grabbed a piece and once she put it in her mouth, she immediately got it out while spitting onto the plate. We freaked out and got her some water while she was yelling that there was salt in the cake. I looked at my wife and she said she had no idea what my mom was talking about. I immediately went to get a piece and taste some and found it was full of salt. It tasted horribly. Absolutely horrible. Still, my wife acted confused, but I told her how fucked up it was for her to put salt in the cake. She said that since mom was obsessed with salt, then she figured she'd prefer it over sugar in her birthday cake. I was flabbergasted. I blew up and berated her in front of my family till she took her bag and went home. My sister said it was all right that my wife was probably feeling frustrated and wanted to make a point to my mom. I went home and she refused to speak except to say that I hurt her by yelling at her and that I should have told my mom off when she kept making remarks about her cooking. But I told her she acted childishly and ruined the birthday party and made an unnecessary scene for no reason at all. Now she's acting like the wronged party but I let her know she has to apologize to my mom. Am I the asshole?
3: Well, see, this is where my rebellious side comes out. So like if there's something that sort of is a, a big hobby for me or quote unquote defines me or is just a part of my personality, such as cooking and someone constantly has an issue with it and they keep calling it out for unnecessary reasons, then my, my rebellious side comes out and yeah, I sort of want to be the spiteful person that does make the call to say, oh, now you taste the salt. Here you go. I'll make your cake for you. And then you don't really give a shit that you ruin the day. You're just proving this big, blatant point, which in my experience tends to feel really great in the short term and not so great in the long term. But sometimes life calls for these types of you know, decisions when someone just constantly
1: she deserves gives you it. shit.
2: Okay. All right. So so the the grandma's complaining about the wife's cooking
1: not so, enough salt.
2: Not enough salt So the wife to spite her adds Put way too real much salt. salt. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, I don't even know I don't I mean, even know if cake recipes have salt. So I think by the sounds of it in the recipe she replaced the sugar
2: with for salt. salt like knowing full on that that was going to be a gross cake and that despite the mom. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of, like, doing things out of spite. <laughs> you're uh, better than us. Uh, no, I mean, I'm just not. Uh, what's the point?
1: What do you win? What do
2: you how,
3: win? How do you. What's, so,
2: what's the.
3: So what's your What's yeah. your
2: strategy to change the situation then? Um, I guess communicate. This is boring, though. But I guess it would communicate, hey, uh, I don't like that you're berating me. I feel disrespected by you. You know, have a conversation. You know, do you got to make a cake with a bunch of salt in it, <laughs> waste a bunch of food, fuck up the bread. What, what are you doing that for? How old is this woman? It's just that's – I guess I don't like spite because what was – She's 24 gained, years old. Okay. I mean, what's gained at the end of this situation?
1: A mother-in-law that hates your guts even Now more. the mother right. – now
2: because that's what I don't like about the spite thing is now right. the mom hates her. Now there's just more conflict. Yeah. It was a decision – that was, and I get, and I'm, I don't want to disregard this woman's emotions because she's clearly very she's, offended yeah. by this, by her mother-in-law. Her mother-in-law is being a jerk. Her mother-in-law has no, her mother in law's is also contributing heavily to this conflict. She's running her mouth when she shouldn't be, you know, chastising the the wife about her cooking. But why one person at some point in the impasse has to make a decision that will de escalate the uh what's the what's the opposite of escalate? You de- said is, de-escalate. It de- is it de escalate? You had it? I felt like there was another word. No, yeah, you got no it. I I believe it defuse, is. Diffuse. Diffuse the conflict. There, there you
1: go. The source. One
2: person needs to be the bigger person and go, okay, we're well, am going to start taking steps to calm this down. And neither of them did that. And she made this cake out of spite. And now the, and now the situation is worse Yeah. for everyone involved. And so that's why I don't like the decision. Well, and that's where being able to talk to them and ask them, yeah,
3: have you tried this? Have you tried to talk to her about the problem? And then- it just kept happening, so you resorted to this, right? That's where you wish you could ask them. Exactly.
2: So if I were talking to her, I would be like, "What have you had the conversation with her? Hey, you're hurting my feelings." But even if they, shown even shown if she hadn't attempted, let's say that she hadn't attempted to take the
3: uh, the more respectable, bigger person route. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. In that case, my rebellious side <laughs> says, "Make the fucking cake. Make it really disgusting. Prove your point, and then, hey." Yeah, she might hate you after for a, for a bit, but then you can go in and have the adult conversation and and still patch it
2: up. I guess I guess yeah, they're not now they're not now beyond the adult. Yeah, conversation. So they can still have it, but you it's know, like have the fun. <laughs> what's the point? Like, because doing things out of spite, it like reinforces your negative emotion. Because first of all, baking baking a cake, it's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole endeavor, and to do it so angrily. She's right. baking the cake the whole time, being like, "Yeah, I'll fucking show you, fucking bitch, fucking bitch. <laughs> To have that while the timer is going on, she's preheating, she's preheating them, fucking bitch. She's putting the sprinkles, fucking bitch. Right. Fuck like that's not a good, yeah. experience for right. for her.
1: It could have been a release, though. Like just a could have been like almost cathartic. Like, yeah, that's fuck true. you, bitch. You're gonna you're gonna choke on this salt now, bitch. Right, but then
2: she's just like, it's like. For lack of a better, it's a little, it's like masturbatory. It's like she's soaking in the negative emotions. Oh, I see. In, uh, and like, I'm not saying she's wrong or right, or that like the uh, what's her the mom or I just like it's not my favorite way of dealing yeah. with that emotion because it's just reinforcing it, making it worse, and then the mom's going to start being even more antagonistic. Yeah, just
3: yeah. Well, it's I think not going to work out for anyone. Well, and I think from from her perspective of making the cake, you think that it's going to prove your point once and for all from the mom's perspective. I don't think it's ever received as you think it will be. I don't think the mom's like, Oh
1: no, she's the victim. Now the mom's like,
3: Oh yes, this is because I've been calling you out on the salt. And you think that that's what your action's going to do. Never. But really at the end of the day, it probably just makes you feel really good for a short, short term. And it forever fucks shit up.
2: Exactly. It's just yeah. not it's not a step towards a diffusion of it's a step towards a, a strong heightening of the conflict. Right. Which How
1: would you handle it?
2: I'd, I'd say, hey, can you stop being an asshole and about the cooking, <laughs> please?
1: Do you think it's a problem that the husband hasn't like kind of said, hey mom, enough about the salt?
2: Yeah, oh yeah, he totally does. Learn
1: how to use the shaker bitch. Yeah. Add your own salt.
2: Yeah, I know. He, the husband, you should step in there and be like, hey, mom, can you stop yeah. Yeah. chastising my girlfriend? T- no one needs to make cakes in this situation. <laughs> there's no <laughs> cakes that need to be just to have conversations. The weird, uh, you know, making of cakes to diffuse. It's just, there's too many elements. Just no. to have she should have just bought her a
1: salt block. I buy them for my horses. They love them. I feel like your horses. The same message. Yeah. Morgan,
2: you have so many layers to you.
1: <laughs> I'm really weird. Yeah, I have some horses. Where? In Minnesota. They're, oh, okay. Yeah, they're
2: soon not. going to be here. are going no, to look it, under the table. We're oh, trying to bring to one here. out here. How the fuck are you going to get a horse? Are you going to ride the horse all the way?
1: No, he's going to fly in a plane, hopefully. The horse is going to fly or, in a plane? Well, they okay. Have,
3: they have, planes with stalls. They yeah. go in like a UPS plane in their own box. Get the shit out of here. In yeah. a box? On really, like a big stall box. Yeah.
1: He's really old and has a brain tumor so he's gonna die soon. So I'm trying to enjoy our life together. The last little bit he's got. So I can either put him in a semi truck to get him out here which he probably would die in that thing. So I have to save up money to buy a plane ticket for him.
2: How much does a plane ticket for a horse
3: cost? I don't cost?
1: really know yet and I don't really want to. It's...
2: I think it's 2,000. I 3,000.
1: I think, yeah, somewhere.
2: Man, could you imagine, you know how people are, they're like, oh, getting sat next to a crying baby or a, <laughs> you know, a, a larger person on a plane. You know, it's really suck if you sit down next to a horse. That would be an interesting experience. <laughs> well,
1: Have you I ever would,
3: had the huge I dog next so to you? I would so pumped. Actually, Actually dog? Though, yeah, like a big ass dog. No, no. Because oh, usually
2: they put dogs in the cargo plane. Well,
3: right? it's... They, they don't to let you a lot do of it the anymore, ESAs. but you used to bring on your big ass dog. And it's like, it's a pony. It's not like a full horse size. So yeah, he's, there's he's a big ass dog that's not much smaller than this horse. So it probably has happened. Damn.
1: I got the saddle right over, right over there. You is, can, oh, is that
2: a
3: saddle? Yeah, there's
1: a saddle. You can ride him.
2: You know what? Lately, I don't know why this has been coming up. But um, I've been reading a lot about people who have gotten into pretty serious injuries on horses. Don't
1: tell me this.
2: <laughs> I was just saying, that's why I don't, that's why I, I don't think I want to ride
3: one. <laughs> that's
1: bad juju.
2: I've been close.
1: Justin's gotten bucked a bit.
3: You got bucked? And well, reared. When we, we go up to the farm, those horses aren't ridden every day anymore. They're no. ridden every few months when we go home. And they're
1: mad. And they just want to eat. They don't want to
3: be ridden anymore. They're not in that, that mode anymore. So... Yeah, there's times where you're running across the field full blast, full run, and all of a sudden you feel this motion like you get like the ass is going up in the air and you're about to fly over the handlebars like on a bike. And so then you have to like figure out hold on and then the next thing, you know, you're on the next horse and they pop up and so you lean forward and hold on to their neck like, Oh, Jesus, don't fall on top of me. So yeah, there's you know, there's moments,
2: but it just comes with the territory. I don't I don't I don't fuck with uh like fucking with animals. We'll see. So do you
1: want to go horseback riding? They do rides in the Hollywood Hills. We could all go.
2: I'd be down. Those horses don't can I do, it, do, can that. do it in my gecko costume. Uh, oh, we might all have to.
1: You might be able to <laughs> I feel like
2: the tail will cause trouble. It could kind.
1: spook it. Yeah. It oh. could spook the yeah, horse. You don't want it spooked. I've been like getting caught up in my tail all night. I'm like trying to like, <laughs> like you could shift. pin the tail up. You could, yeah, like the donkey. Pin the tail on the donkey. Haha. <laughs> and you're on a horse. I like that. Yeah.
2: I'd ride a donkey, not a, a horse. Donkeys feel like... Uh, I feel like I could tame a donkey. Yeah. I feel like I'm... A, a horse... I, like, I feel like I'm smarter than all donkeys. <laughs>
1: but not, but not horse. all horses. I feel They're like there really are, like, smart. The
2: horses that are smarter than me. They
1: are smart. But it'll be good. This will be a good adventure for us.
2: I like it. A I mean, team I'm
1: outing. I'm down. Let's team bring outing.
2: The poop knife.
1: Horse shits don't need knives. They come off and like... Big pellets.
3: It's really weird to be in the middle of a high five like that.
1: Yeah, was it was. So I fun just had to go for
2: the quick two. That was good. That was yeah. good. Are you? Have you ever done the thing where you jump over the? Yeah. She used to compete. Oh yeah. no nice shit.
1: Yeah, I was a big time gamer.
2: What do you do for fun now?
1: Hi guys. <laughs> this. No, I don't know. I don't have any. F- I need to get back into my fun hobbies. I want to learn how to sew, and then I'm trying to bring my pony out here. And the, I, I've, I'm, I'm dealing with a little burnout.
2: Uh. I, have, I have like infinite more. I can see you, you're like you're trying to end the podcast. So I have like infinite more
1: <laughs> questions <laughs> for you. <guys. laughs> the
2: I computer walk. closed. We can we can do. We'll do it afterward. We, we can do it later.
1: Yeah. Well, no, we got some more wine. We'll shut this down. Bye, guys. But first and foremost, thank you for coming on.
2: Thanks for having me. This is, this is fun.
1: Where can everyone find you? Because you, if you're going to listen to one podcast and any guests that I bring on. Lyles is really good. And you get Thanks, man. weird people. What's the what's the story that like sticks out the most to you?
2: Oh Jesus Christ. Uh story that sticks out the most well, uh, the other day I got um, two I had two callers on the line. Uh I had both of them happened to only have one, one testicle. testicle. I saw yeah, that. And, and they had the, I'm sorry. So both of them only had, uh, yeah. happened to have one testicle, and I put them together and they just started vibing with each other because <laughs> neither of them had ever met another person that only has one testicle. Well,
1: and one had the left testicle and then and the one other had one the had the right. One.
2: One. So I suggested that they, they get together and they sort of smush them together <laughs> and see if it opens a portal to an alternate dimension.
1: <laughs> I feel like it could.
2: There's only one way to find out.
1: Are they gonna do it?
2: Oh man, I never get follow ups on these.
1: <gasps> you need to have your your callers give you updates.
2: Here's I I I, I don't know why, but I'm very ignorance adver- is bliss. I'm like adverse to follow ups.
1: Ignorance is bliss.
2: Yeah, like if you call in, like I actually have I actually have a thing. Okay. And I I don't talk about this, but I have a, a thing where like I on my system, if you call into the show. And you get in and we talk, it blocks you from calling again for like six months.
1: Wow. Huh. That's actually a good strategy because then you know you're not getting the same people calling every week. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's not because yeah. I
2: don't like those people. It's just because yeah, there's a lot no, of, these, right. you know, I want to keep talking. I want to make sure I get to everyone huh.
1: that That's I can. Yeah.
2: Uh, the podcast is called Therapy Gecko. It's on every podcast app. Whatever podcast app you're using to listen to this podcast, uh, it is on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Nice. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. If you don't have the attention span for podcasts, uh, Instagram, Lyle, the number four ever. Uh, or just search Therapy Gecko on Instagram. And if you see a profile picture of a big green guy, that's me. And uh, <laughs> those are the two. There You can go to YouTube.com slash, YouTube. <laughs> slash Lyle forever. YouTube.com slash Lyle forever. Just search Therapy Gecko on Google and a bunch of shit will pop up it'll and pop up. you'll find me.
1: YouTube is a good one. I like your changing backgrounds.
2: Thanks, man.
1: The jail cell. You got some good ones.
2: YouTube.com slash Lyle forever. Or if you just search Therapy Gecko on YouTube. Uh, it'll pop up. We'll, it'll pop up. Go no, back. Thank you very much for the kind words, Morgan. <laughs> I appreciate it. And thank you guys for having me on your show. This is awesome.
1: This was so good. Until next time, guys.
2: Until next time. Oh, until <laughs> next time.
1: Bye, But I won't be
3: here. Not for six months at least. I'll come back later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys.